0: Well, welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. Folks, there's some some information that's coming out from a report uh, that's quite concerning. And it's indicating that the churches here in North America are not preaching faithful doctrine. The pulpits of America are not educating their congregants very well in basic theology, or rather, Christiology. Uh, according to a report that came out from Legionnaire Ministries conducted by LifeWay Research, and this was done uh, back in March. They surveyed three over 3,000 adults here in the United States, and they have found that 30% of those who were polled you know uh, who said that they are, who would identify themselves as evangelicals. 30% of them do not believe that Jesus Christ was God in the flesh. They believe that he was a good teacher, but that he was not God. In addition to this report, <clears throat> 52% of the Americans... Of those who were polled, 52% of them, saved or not, or evangelical or whatever religion, they were 52% say that they believe Jesus was a good teacher, but that he was not God. Now, of course, any uh, survey and statistics have shortcomings. You know, we can look deeper into who was polled, how questions were formed, and all that kind of stuff, because sometimes... Uh, polls are skewed and can bring about a false data, a false conclusion. But no matter how we slice this, this is concerning. Half of those polled, even if it's close, of Americans do not believe Jesus was God. Yeah, good teacher. Maybe even a prophet of God. But to call him God, God in the flesh, the incarnate. One's they don't they don't believe that, and one third of them, uh, who in this poll, one third identified who do not believe that Jesus was God, identified themselves as evangelicals. So, folks, um, <clears throat> we've got a problem now. Also, this survey suggested that sixty five percent of the evangelicals believe that Jesus is the first and created being that he was created by God and that he's a created being 65%. So wow folks this is this is big this is a big problem. And it's a problem because you know the pulpits uh, where do we lay the blame? Well largely the blame falls at the desk of the preacher. He's not studying. He's not Teaching in a way that is, well, number one, he's not teaching in a way that's consistent with God's word. Maybe the pulpits are teaching this. And I know some are. I know some have grown to do that. Now, by the way, tomorrow I want to talk more. We're gonna we're gonna spend quite a bit of time here on this subject about the deity of Jesus Christ. And I'll tell you why we're gonna spend some time here, because folks, you can be wrong about a lot of things about the Bible and about its teachings. But if you're wrong about who Jesus Christ is, you could be wrong for all eternity. It could make the difference between heaven and hell for you, for your family, for your countrymen. So I think it's important that we spend some time here because apparently uh, we need some teaching on this. And maybe you as a listener here are caught up in a group of uh, denomination that has been taught that Jesus is not God, or Jesus never claimed to be God. We get this a lot from Muslims. So this is a subject that we often have to deal with when we're trying to evangelize Muslims. We have to deal with uh, with this issue, the deity of Christ, the incarnation of Christ. And apparently we have to deal with this with so-called Christians now. And if you are a believer in this, you already believe in the deity of Jesus Christ. You already believe that Jesus is the Son of God. But could you explain it? Could you um, take your Bible and debate this with a friend who doesn't see it, doesn't believe it, doesn't know it? The Bible says, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so this isn't said, by the way, to preachers. This is said to believers. And believers need to be just more than believers. They need to be disciples. You need to be students. You need to be able to handle these uh, questions. And these are pretty basic ones. And so... Um, I, I, I usually go straight to, in fact, actually, let's do that. Today, I'm going to talk more about Jesus's claim. Did he claim to be God? And if so, where? And if you want more on this, it's in my book, Refuting Islam, Refuting Islam. Now, Um, you can always order that book at Amazon.com. Amazon.com, if you're in Canada, that's the best place to get it. It's hard for us to get it and mail it up to you. But if you get it uh, from Amazon.ca up there in Canada, and that's available even in England or Europe, uh, go to your local Amazon um, thing, and then you can order the book Refuting Islam by Tom Wallace. Uh, the Patriots' guide uh, to uh, uh, to exposing Islam, and so if you um, if you go there, you'll find I, I wrote a chapter on this particular issue because it's one that comes up a lot. And so let, let's let's look at this: Did Jesus claim to be God? Muslims and other uh, cults, Christian cults out there. Claim that Jesus never communicated that he was God. Now he, in your Bible, you won't actually find it in the particular words. Listen, I am God. He didn't quite say it in those terms, but he said it in a very clear way that they knew exactly what he was communicating. He was communicating that he was God and they accused him of blasphemy. Now blasphemy is a very serious crime. Leviticus 24 makes it very clear that if you're guilty of blasphemy, that has a death sentence attached to it. You're to be stoned, you're to be killed. And the Jews wanted to kill Jesus because he was communicating that he was God. The first example is found in Mark chapter 5, sorry, Mark chapter 2, verses 5 through 10. And yeah, this is a story. When the you remember the four men, they try to bring their friend to Jesus, and the house is full. And they take apart the roof, and they lowered him down. And Jesus says to him, "Thy sins be forgiven thee." And here's what the scribe said in verse number uh, verse number six. Uh, and they reason in their hearts, "Why doth this man speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only?" And immediately Jesus perceived uh, in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves. And he said unto them, Why reason ye these things in your hearts? Uh, whether it's easier to say to the sick of palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or say, Arise and take up thy bed and walk. But I, uh, but that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. And he saith, uh, and so then later he says to him, Take up thy bed and walk. He said it specifically so that they would know he had the power to forgive sins. And they were right. Who can forgive sins but God only? And they considered it blasphemous. And it would be blasphemous for a man, any man, to say it, but not for Jesus. And again, they wanted to stone him for his blasphemy. And he escaped them. Then we get down to John chapter 5. Verse 18, there's many places in the Bible we can take you to that, you know, to establish the deity of Jesus Christ. But I like coming here because, I mean, to these uh, five um, times that Jesus was accused of blasphemy, because he's communicating very clearly that he is God. In John five eighteen, therefore, the Jews sought the more to kill him. Why? Because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that god was his father making himself equal with god uh, they knew exactly what jesus was saying he was putting himself in in an equal position this is called shirk in islam to elevate someone to being equal with god and jesus had done that and they wanted to come you know wanted to kill him the jews sought to kill him and, uh, and four, I'm not going to get into the depths of all these verses because of time in our broadcast, but let me go to the next one. John 8, verses 56 through 59. Again, Jesus is communicating that he's God. Um, he's talking about Abraham, that Abraham rejoiced to see his day. And they said, how can you be? You're not even 50 years old. Then Jesus replied, Jesus said to them, verse 58, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, uh, unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. Now, this is very interesting that Jesus used the term, I am. This is exactly when when Moses asked God, whom shall I say sent me? And God, in the burning bush, told Moses his name as the I am. And so Jesus is saying, before Abraham was, Abraham rejoiced to see my day. Um, I knew Abraham. And even before Abraham, I am and look how they reacted. Then they took up stones to cast at him, and Jesus hid himself. And so again they wanted to they thought it was blasphemous for a man to say these things. Now either Jesus is delusional, which of course I don't think any of us would <laughs> uh, uh, come to that conclusion. Or Jesus was such a bad communicator. uh, I don't think any of us would say that either. Or Jesus didn't mean what he said. He was just kind of kidding and lying, which I don't think any of us could really go that far. Or he actually meant what he said. I mean, you know, we've got to either conclude he either meant it or, you know, he was really a bad communicator and all that stuff. Here's another one, probably one of the best. John chapter 10, verse 30 through 33. John chapter 10, verse 30 through 33. I and my father are one. And now the Jews reacted. The Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, many good works have I showed you from my father. For which of these works do ye stone me? The Jews answered him, for a good work we stone thee not. But for blasphemy, and that because that thou being a man makest thyself God. You see, the Jews knew exactly what Jesus was communicating, and they thought it was blasphemy for a man to say that he was God. And it would be blasphemy for any man to say it, but not Jesus. So you cannot be out there and tell tell us that Jesus did not communicate that he was God. He certainly did. And the people reacted. Uh, uh to kill him for blasphemy because he was communicating that in fact ultimately that's why he was killed on the cross we find that in matthew chapter 26 through 63 he is before um, <clears throat> uh, the judge who is at Herod there and um, no he's before the Roman governor and uh, and he says speak plainly art thou the Christ and Jesus says thou hast said. And then they say, stop the proceedings, we've had it from his own mouth, he has spoken blasphemy, he's claimed to be God, the Christ, and we've now heard his blasphemy. And that was his guilty charge that put him on the cross. And so folks, Jesus clearly communicated that he was God, and he died on the cross to prove he was 100% man, but he resurrected from the grave to prove he was 100% God. And we'll get more into the deity passages of Jesus Christ and the proofs. And I hope you'll join us more with this at the corner of truth and courage. God bless you.